It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko. He's your host, James Rapine. Together, we are the Locked On Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day coming to you every day with all the latest Bengals news analysis and more. We've got a big week planned, Mock Draft Monday today. We've got Dane Brugler joining us tomorrow. We've got Joe Gibberry. We've got Mike Santagata. We're loading up on guests as we get to the NFL draft. If you missed it last week, by the way, make sure you go check out the two-part interview with Brian Callahan. And uh, hey, we're we're on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcast free and available on all those places. So make sure you subscribe, hit that follow button and get us delivered to your eyes and ears when we drop our episodes every day. And today's episode brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online is where the game starts. And James, without further ado, shall we dive into the scenario that I, I said before we started recording? Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for this conversation that feels realistic to me, right? In the first round mm-hmm. for weeks. And we've run the, the first round simulator here. The Bengals on the clock at 31. The the top guys that jump out to me right away. Visible on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. Kyer Elam, corner out of Florida. Kenyon Green from Texas A&M. Tyler Linderbaum from Iowa. Arnold Ebicady from Penn State. And Devontae Wyatt from Georgia. All available. All guys that the Bengals, I'm sure, would be glad to see available at 31. No doubt. Tempting, tempting, tempting. And it's going to be fun to talk about those guys. By the way, we did take some heat last week when we picked Jaquan Brisker. Well, he went off the board at 24. So, hey, haters, he wasn't even available and isn't available right now as we're on the clock. Uh, Other names uh, worth noting, Andrew Booth went 23rd to the Cardinals. Um, Jamison Williams fell. We almost had to have a debate, fell to the Chiefs at 30, which is Kansas City's dream scenario. Um, but, but outside of that, Daxton Hill, by the way, 19th overall for those uh, in our first mock draft simulator. So we went back to back safeties, certainly not going safety here. Look, this is, this is great because you're going to have Luana Rumo and Brian Callahan and Frank Pollock and Marion hobby and these guys battling it out in the war room for their guy, for who they want. And, you know, Kenyon green, Kyrie Elam, um, Devonte Wyatt, Tyler Linderbaum, those to me are the four. If I had to give a big four available, Epicady, I, I think certainly in the conversation, depending on the scenario. But to me, those are the four. If I had to hone in on that, I'd be having a, a real challenge here. And in, in you know, trading down is scary. But if you have four guys on the board you like, and you're moving to say 37, I think there's a chance they would at least consider it. But you could miss out on one of these premier pot prospects. So we didn't trade down. We're staying put at 31. And uh, 
Yeah, those are the four. So two defensive players, two offensive linemen. We also didn't get an offer that would take us into the high 30s. The offers that we got were to take us into the 40s. And I think that's realistic to imagine that teams that are trying to come back up into the first round might not be teams picking at the very top of the second round. So when you're considering the trade back option here and you're screaming at us, trade back, trade back, trade back, get another pick and then get whichever (laughs) one of these guys falls. it, It doesn't always work that way. It takes you to tango all those cliches. James, I can tell you... I, I, I agree with your four guys here at the top of the list. Arnold Abikati would be the the fifth guy for sure. I agree mm-hmm. with that. I think that he has some really good productivity. He stayed an extra year. He's a little bit older coming out of Penn State. To me, the get off is really inconsistent with him as well. I've actually watched a couple of games of him a couple of days ago, which is why he's fresh in my head. But mm-hmm. the athleticism sometimes shows up, and the bend sometimes shows up in a big way. Got, has a great swipe move, but I agree that from a value perspective, I'm looking at one of these other guys. And for me, the one that's hard to pass on is Kenyon Green. And so this is where I think the Bengals picking between Kenyon Green and Kyer Elam. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know how they would feel about Devontae Wyatt because of his age, but looks like a, a rare prospect in, in some ways. I would probably wager that the Bengals would be between Kyer Elam and Kenyon Green here, and I think they would lean Elam. I think I lean Kenyon Green. I certainly do, and it, it's crazy. You look at these different simulators, and we're using Pro Football Network this week, but Pro, Pro Football Focus, Kenyon Green's just hanging out there oh, in, in most mocks because he's like their 42nd player on the board, and I still don't think he's going to be there if he is there. I'm taking him. And if I had to rank these guys, it probably is Kenyon Green 1, Tyler Linderbaum 2, Kyer Elam 3, Devontae Wyatt 4, Ebikady 5, which we've talked about. And I also agree with you that I could see the Bengals being really intrigued by Kyer Elam if he's there. But to me, I default to, all right, what guy is going to make, one, the instant impact, but is going to help the Bengals win the most this year. And, and I think that part of it is part of it. I think it's Kenyon green. I think they have to get some young offensive linemen here and, and a guy who could have went in the top 20 is still there at 31 makes a ton of sense. Historically. I know they paid Alex Kappa by the way, but they don't pay guard anyways. Jackson Carmen has some red flags, push him some and not only push him, make him earn whatever role he has in 2022 and beyond. You do that with Kenyon Green, who I think would be a plug-and-play type guy. You don't have to move Ted Karras, who they're really comfortable with at that center position, so he gets the edge over Linderbaum. I'm taking Kenyon Green here if it's me. Um, but Kyrie Elam, like if they took Kyrie Elam, I'm not knocking them for it. I totally understand it. And that is the beauty of this mock versus past mocks that we've done in simulators. There are multiple guys on the board that have fallen to the Bengals and I do think that there's a scenario where Linderbaum's still on the board, Kenyon Green's still on the board, one of these corners is still on the board. And uh, if that happens, I think the Bengals are going to be smiling and they're going to get a a guy that can come in right away and contribute. Let me ask you this. Between Green and Elam, who do you think is more likely to start from the jump and make an impact? Because that matters to me. And I think it should matter to the Bengals if they're in win-now mode in this really crazy AFC. Who do you think is is more in line to do that? In my head, Kenyon Green steps in as, as a starting left guard 
or I guess he would be a left guard for the Bengals right away. And Kyer Elam, I'm not sure if he's starting right away, right away, or if he's starting yeah. four, five, six games into the season. If there's a camp injury, I think he's starting pretty quickly. Like he's not, it's not that he's not ready to step in and start. It's just are the Bengals more comfortable with Eli Apple off the bat, yep. off the jump. And, you know, what I, what I hear people screaming at us about more than not trading back here, James, is just pick Linderbaum. What are you guys doing? He tested well. He tested. He, he's really athletic. And I I just think that the size concern hasn't gone away. And I do like Linderbaum a lot. But the, the thing that Green kind of gives you that, that Linderbaum doesn't, I know Green didn't test well, but he's more athletic on tape than he tested. Mm-hmm. And he, he has positional versatility that they're going to like. Yep. And he should be a really good guard. He doesn't have the size questions. I think that that does matter. So I think we're in agreement here, James Kenyon green. But if you're, if you're screaming at us in your car, watching on YouTube, whatever you're doing to pick one of these other guys, I, I hear your argument there. We haven't even talked about Devonte Wyatt, who fills an immediate need for the Bengals yeah. as a pass rusher, as a defensive tackle, who would play in a heavy rotation early in his career but to me, Kenyon Green, positional flexibility, and should be a really good player. And he's young. Mm-hmm. I mean, all these guys are young, actually, except Devontae Wyatt and Arnold Ebicady. The first three guys that we talked about, though, young players, room to grow. Let's go Kenyon Green, James. Yep, and I would rank him Green, Linderbaum, Elam, Wyatt, Ebicady, if I had to rank him. And and so it just happens that it goes to, in, in age order. So, yeah, let's take Kenyon Green and on to the second round we go. We'll dive into the second round coming up next. But I have to tell you about Bet Online, your one-stop shop for all things sports wagering, whether you're looking for stats, sports info, and so much more. The NBA playoffs are here. And maybe you think that the Milwaukee Bucks are going to go back-to-back or the Phoenix Suns and Chris Paul and company are going to make another run at not only the Western Conference title, but an NBA title. You can wager on that and so much more in one spot. Bet online, plus the NFL draft less than two weeks away. They have all the props you can imagine. So check them out right now at Bet Online. I've used them. You should too, from individual player props to where guys could go to, even the 2022 NFL season. Bet online, where the game starts. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line, or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. James, we're back into the second round here. 
And let's take a look at where things fall. Obviously, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see these trade offers. This Cleveland trade offer, again, very tempting. This is the second time Cleveland has offered us <laughs> two pretty nice picks to move back. For the purposes of today, we're not going to do so. And James, wide receivers plenty yeah. available Ooh. here. And I know that Ooh. you like Alec Pierce. But if you're oh. telling me that Jahan Dotson Th- that's is the one that got in the me. second round... Ooh. Oh, my God. I mean, that's a guy that can be gone in the first. But let's review, if we could, before we get too excited about these wide receivers, who's been drafted here in the second round. Linderbaum falling to 51. Wow. That's a bit – that's crazy. Kyler Gordon, 48. Trey McBride off the board first out of all those guys at 47. Ebicady fell to the Browns at 44. Good value there. My guy Desmond Ritter to the Colts. Perry and Winfrey, we took him in the second round last week, went off the board at 39. He's higher in this simulator on the board than the one we used last week for what it's worth. Kyrie Elam didn't fall far. Travis Jones, the guy we talked about last week, didn't fall far, 34th overall. Uh, Roger McCreary at 37. Imagine the difference between Kyrie Elam and Roger McCreary, 36 and 37. I would much rather have Kyrie Elam for what it's worth. Three corners go off the board there, though. Tariq Woolen at 38. So, Corners go back to back to back and Petrie as well. He's more of a safety and, and can play nickel as well. But um, yeah, I mean, I, wide receiver is certainly what stands out to me. Devontae Wyatt almost made it, by the way, which is insane. And I don't think that's realistic. So I'm kind of glad that didn't happen. But the one that stands out to me and the Chiefs man just loading up on weapons, Greg Dolchich goes off the board at 62. And uh, yeah, I'm not not happy about that one because he's certainly a contender for that 63rd pick, in my opinion. There's a player that didn't get drafted that I really want to pick here, and we'll talk about it in a second. But what a draft for the Chiefs! Yeah, Davison Williams and Greg Dolchich with your your first and second round picks. Hey, there's the guy that I wanted to talk yeah. about, Logan Hall. Yeah, defensive the fact tackle that he made from it this Houston. far. It's like a cheat code, right? If he's still there. Whew. He he might be. I, I don't think that it's likely. The name right beside yeah. him, by the way, Nick Benito, had, I think, the highest pass rush win rate from Pro Football Focus of any edge rusher in this class. So here's the debate, James. And and there's a number of receivers here that I don't think will be here. Yeah. Between Jahan Dotson and, and even Sky Moore, George yeah. Pickens, those are three receivers I don't think will be available at pick 63. It, and Mechie might Pierce not might either. Be. And Mechie might Alec not Pierce be might be. Me- Mechie might not be either. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is the Bengals were kind of the blueprint. You got to load up on weapons. And, and the Chiefs were first. And even the Rams, right? They went out and they get Allen Robinson after winning the Super Bowl. Like, you can't have enough weapons. I think a lot of these guys are going to go off the board. But if they're there, you definitely have a conversation. Um, but 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 at the same time, if the draft plays out this way, maybe the Bengals say, eh, well, one one of the guys we like fall to 95. Or, well, guys that we thought were going to go in the fourth to fifth round, are, are they going to fall even farther at wide receiver since it's playing out this way? So uh, you, you never know how the draft is going to turn out from that perspective. And to me, Logan Hall, they brought him in for a top 30 visit on Friday, uh, would really stand out here. If they're able to, to get him, he makes a ton of sense, can play um, – Interior on on pass rush downs help replace Larry Ogunjobi gives you another edge presence and uh, had a good senior bowl and that's something the Bengals have prioritized. So if if he somehow fell to sixty three and 
you know what? Joseph Osai fell last year, and no one was really expecting him to fall to the the 60s, and he did. So it, it, it happens every year. You totally shock me. Yeah. Think back to you know Jeremiah Wusu Kormoa for yeah. for the Browns goes way into the second round. But but here to me it's a slam dunk Logan Hall. I know these wide receivers are here. I really like Jahan Dotson. He would tempt the hell out of me because he can play all over the place. But there the fall off at defensive tackle is massive. And I really like Logan Hall much more than this simulator likes Logan Hall. Dane Brugler, by the way, Logan Hall, 37 on his board. And like you said, James, mm-hmm. can line up all over the place. Yeah. Can play three tech, can play five tech. Can, and at Houston, played out on the edge as well yep. at times. And, and he's kind of got that tweener build. And yeah, so I, I say we go Logan Hall here. And, and for full disclosure, we do want to be semi-realistic and these are simulators. So Jahan Dotson, I don't think he's going to be there. I don't think that's realistic. Logan Hall is borderline unrealistic, but we we do have a precedent where guys do fall and you never know. And I agree with you, Nick Bonito would be tempting too here, just in general, but not if Logan Hall's still on the board. That versatility certainly matters. So really uh, quick, can we just can we just look at corner just to see who's available here at this point? Because this could be another scenario where we're missing on corner. Cam Taylor Britt there. And and is probably the guy that would be highest on my board at corner at this yeah. point. So Alante Taylor's a guy they met with, but it's too early. Kobe Bryant, I know a lot of people like, but I think this would be too early for him. I see a lot of mock drafts from Bengals fans picking Kobe Bryant in the fourth round, and I'm not even terribly comfortable with that. But for me, let's go Logan Hall here, James. If you're in agreement, we can move on to the third round. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Even though, you know, some of these receivers, who knows, maybe one of them fall to pick 95, and then we can have a real debate on that. But if you can get Logan Hall, imagine this. If if we look up on Friday night in between round two and three of the draft, Jake, and the Bengals have gotten Kenyon Green and Logan Hall. Whew, the draft the is already an A got, for me. The trenches just got much better. And uh Speaking of wide receiver, you know, that there's at least one guy that's there that's interesting. And, uh, oh, man, there's a, there's a couple guys, that, not just receiver, but guys overall that that fell. Uh, I guess we should uh, look at some of them. You mentioned Cam Taylor Britt. He's still on the board for what it's worth. Matthew Butler, the defensive tackle. I know the Bengals at least met with him. Cam Jurgens, who appears to be the cheat code and, and falls farther in drafts than he, he should or that he will on draft day in these mock simulators is still on the board. Uh, Nick Bonito, this is the one mm-hmm. and that, that's interesting to me. If he really fell to 95. Boy, he might I, too, I mean, actually. It, would you take him? Because I'm he jumped off the – page right at me right away and there are some receivers here that are interesting you know i think calvin austin at this stage is interesting you have a conversation but to me the guy that stands out the most is nick bonito yeah the the fear with bonito is you know he only gets on the field to rush the passer he's kind of a one two down player early in his career but he can help you close games and he's Mm -hmm. a pass rusher that they need some pass rushing juice and all he is is pass rushing juice so I would have an incredibly hard time not drafting Nick Benito in this position. However, the the other guy, Cam Taylor Britt, that you bought, brought up, I think there's a yep. big, big fall off after mm-hmm. Cam Taylor Britt. And this is about an appropriate range for him. Now, you go look at what Joe Goodberry is, has done so far as we've started our draft grading process. And his film grades for Cam Taylor Britt versus... 
you know, Kobe Bryant and Alante Taylor aren't actually too far off, but Kobe Bryant, I think, has been picked in this scenario. Mm-hmm. And this is probably a little early for Alante Taylor, but to me, Cam Taylor Britt checks every box. He checks the productivity yeah. box. He checks good enough athleticism box, and he, he's good enough on film. So that is what would make it hard. The other thing that would make it hard is, is this a point where you you, you want to look at tight end? I don't think that the third round That's feels Jack. very good for me for tight end. Jelani Woods is still there. Just saying. He's low on this board, though, so you never know where he'll go. He he could be there in round four or five. I know people are high on him, but and, and I to don't know me, if NFL teams will feel the same way. You know, we talked with Joe about these tight ends last week, and he has he sees a lot of them the same way. So he has, you know, Jelani Woods. Can you go back to the tight ends for just one second? Jelani Woods, Charlie Kolar, and Cole Turner are all kind of like the same film grade to him. Obviously, there's different stuff going on with athleticism and productivity, and they have different strengths and weaknesses. But that's kind of where we're at with tight end, where I'm not in a rush necessarily to pick a guy here. What else did you want to look at? No, I was just looking at just seeing who else was still on the board, you know. Um, But overall, I'll be honest. If they could get Nick Bonito here, I would take him and I would say, all right, you that's why you brought back Eli Apple. Because if the draft played out this way and you're getting, you know, BPA and, and you're adding guys like this, you get Logan Hall in round two and it just breaks your way, you can roll with it and you don't feel super desperate to yeah. not that it would be a reach on Cam Taylor Britt, but I, I think Bonito will be higher on their board. Even if he is a one trick pony, it's it's round three. I like round trick one trick ponies that could come in and give you some juice where you need some juice in round three of the draft. And he's 22. So he's not the youngest. He's not the springiest of spring chickens or whatever, but he, he can get better defending the run. He's not even terrible defending the run in terms of productivity. So let's do it. If Nick Benito's there, I draft Nick Benito. I've been, Man. I've loved Nick Benito since last year. He popped. This is- I was watching somebody on Oklahoma last year in draft prep. And I was like, who the hell is this kid? And it was Nick Benito. This is already. So let's take him, right? Yep. All right. So this is already our best mock and we still have two rounds to go. We'll discuss who got picked and who the Bengals should pick in rounds four and five. But I have to tell you about Built Bar because Built Bar is the number one protein bar on the planet. High in protein, low in sugar, low in calories, perfect for you. They're covered in 100% chocolate. They taste amazing. And you got to check them out if you haven't yet. A lot of our listeners already have. I get DMs all the time. Hey, I'm on the Built Bar plan. And so if you're not, check them out at Built.com. See all the different flavors they have. And maybe you want the Built Puffs where it's protein-infused marshmallow. They taste amazing as well. Look, eating well doesn't have to taste bad. It can taste great. So check out Built Bar right now at Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order. Again, for 15% off the number one protein bar on the planet, go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Into day three we go on our final mock draft simulator. Having a great time this week. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are, baby. Do a little dance, Jake. Come on now. Hit him with a little dance here. Oh, you're doing plenty for both of us. Address the trenches. Trenches are addressed. All right. What we got? I'm looking tight end here. I'm looking Alante Taylor here. There, there could be a gift in Alante Taylor. But let's, let's check tight end first. Tight end. A- and anything stand out to you there? I think Cole Kid Turner. From Maryland's good. <laughs> he, I don't know how the, to say the, his name. This simulator really likes him for sure. A conquo. Uh, I, I'm looking Cole Turner here. The Bengals did meet with Grant Calcaterra. He's much yeah, lower for, for us. Cole Turner would be the guy here at tight end. I think this is an appropriate range for him. And I think there is a bit of a fall off after him. Uh, right, so so to me, Cole Turner would be the tight end if we were to go tight end here. But in this simulator, it looks like we can get him next round. Potentially, right? And there's no real wide receiver that I see that makes sense um, at this stage. Running back, I know you love running backs. No, I'm just kidding. All right, let's switch gears. Let's look at defense. And overall, you're right. I think Alante Taylor uh, makes some sense. They met with Michael Clemens, but you already addressed edge. So I don't think that's necessarily um, in the running here. And that's the fun part about what the Bengals have done here in the first three rounds. Like Haskell Garrett is a guy they've expressed interest in, at least enough to meet with him. But, you know, Clemens, Garrett, you don't even have to look at him because you've already addressed both of those spots. That doesn't mean you don't take another defensive lineman at some point. But I'm looking at Alante Taylor. I think really we're down to two here. Is, is it really? I mean, are we down to two? Do you see anybody else that stands out to you as as obvious? Take him. I think Alex Wright from UAB is another edge rusher that would add juice. But having just taken Nick Benito in the yeah. third round, there, there isn't really the value meeting up here. Matt Areza, of course. I, I was going to say, is it, is it time him. to talk about him yet? Is it time to talk about him? <laughs> we'll, we'll have to dedicate a full episode, I think, to Matt Areza sometime after I, the draft and just I also memorialize want, the Bengals not picking him. I also want some Smoke Monday in round six. Wouldn't be mad at all. It's the best name in the draft, and there are some good ones. I, I, when, so, I, when I learned Smoke Monday's name a couple months ago, I think it was January or February, I was like, man, there's a right. Smoke Monday in this draft? This is one that's really unrealistic. I I, yes. I, I don't think uh, well, Jimmer fourth Salyer round. This would, be the, fourth. this would be the back end of the range for him. Yeah, this would be like his floor. And so here's the thing. You've already taken an offensive lineman, but they met with Sawyer, the kid out of Georgia, uh, interior lineman. I, you, you have a conversation. So I think there's three because I, I think Sawyer at this point, you're right. This is like the worst case for him. Cole Turner in there. Um, and then uh, the cornerback, Alante Taylor from Tennessee. So those are the three for me. What, is, is that same for you? Yeah, and, and again, if, if the Bengals, if, if, if us as the Bengals in this scenario had not picked Kenyon Green early, Cade Mays from Tennessee, the offensive lineman, also very much in the conversation. Luke Fortner, center from Kentucky, I think very much would be in the conversation here. But having addressed those, players or those positions with players earlier in the draft and free agency and last year's draft two offensive linemen before late day three would surprise me for the Bengals I might be surprised if they draft two period I'll be Mm -hmm. surprised if they draft Kenyon Green in the first round for a couple of reasons but 
we're not really looking that hard at offensive line here, in my opinion. And so to me, Elante Taylor is a pretty good marriage of value and need here and gives you some crazy athleticism, a little bit of positional versatility. Maybe the way he finds finds his way on the field early in his career is in those three safety sets. And mm-hmm. you just look at a tight end, I think, uh, around later if you want to, because Every time I pick a tight end early, and we just missed Jelani Woods by three picks, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I would I, take him here. If Woods if Woods was oh, still yeah. here, it's the stage where it's like, all right, let's bank on that athleticism. Let's bank on it translating to the field. 136th overall, let's go. Um, yeah. I, I agree with you, though, and I, I think it is, again, I try to be realistic, and that's kind of the goal here. I think they want a corner in the first four rounds. And so if there's a guy that's clearly better and there is a drop-off, then you take them. So let's go with Alante Taylor and see how things shake out in the the final round. We're doing a five round mock, and um, yeah, it, you know, Michael Clemens went off the board. Marcus Jones, the cornerback out of Houston, he's just small, right? In, he's a slot. Simula- he's a slot corner in the NFL, and that's the thing is this simulator doesn't necessarily like him. I don't know if he'll be there at the end of round four. If he is, I think they'd have a conversation. But he's more of a special teamer. Because you have a guy named Mike Hilton, so that yeah. that's tough. Uh, Jamie yeah, he's Salier also a playmaker, and he's good to us he, here in round five. Go ahead. Sorry, on on Jones, he's also a playmaker, and he's good backup. You know, sure. in, in the instance that uh, Mike Hilton gets hurt, and it looks like our gamble on tight end paid off. Yeah, yeah, Cole Turner's still there. So there you go. That, and that's the thing, right? Is they've met with so many guys that are going to go. Late day two, early day three, midday three, that I'm sure that they have a bunch that they're like, yeah. Is there a real difference between round end of round three and round five like we're in now? And uh, so Cole Turner is available. Can we, um, can we look at tight end specifically and see? Because I, I think you and I agree that tight end is something that, I mean, Brian Callahan told us last week they're interested in tight ends in this class. Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And there there doesn't really seem to be Anyone else pop off to you here? Bellinger's there, Mitchell. Well, let's just um, scroll down to see if there's anybody that they have that's really out of whack with what, what we have, but no. T- to me, there's there's Cole Turner. Okay, you don't have to go further. We're in the <laughs> 800s here, for those of you not watching on YouTube. Cole Turner is the guy. Daniel Bellinger tested really well. The athleticism doesn't show up on the field quite as much, so that's another guy that you're hoping in a few years can put that together. Or you're hoping, you know, ha- has a breakout like Dawson Knox, where the the reason I joked with Joe last week when we were talking tight ends, take Daniel Bellinger in the fifth or sixth round is because of Dawson Knox. You find a guy that's athletic, maybe he's not refined, maybe he's not very productive in college, but sometimes these athletic tight ends hit. Cole Turner, an above average athlete, not a fantastic athlete, but I, I think shows some good production and is is the best of the group here at that position. And, and for what it's worth, Matt Areza went off the board three picks ago. I know, uh, heartbreaking. Monday off the board five picks ago. Uh, we'll, we'll just kind of look here. Um, there really isn't a ton that stands out that jumps off the page. This one is ridiculous and unrealistic. Josh Pascal still being available here. Uh, I would be shocked if he's available in round five. Uh, Kentucky fans know. Um, I think he's a day two guy. Um, most likely. So, and we already addressed that spot. Um, and again, we're trying to be realistic. Yeah, I think uh, 
Cole Turner makes the most sense to me. Um, there's not really a, a safety that's jumping out. They already addressed corner. Um, and that doesn't mean they won't double dip at corner. But to me, um, yeah, I think it's Turner. And, uh, you know, maybe they look wide receiver at some point, but no wide receivers jump off. And there was clearly a drop off after day two, after that 95th pick, going from rounds three to four. All the wide receivers felt like steals were no longer on the board. And that's why we, at least that's why I wasn't making the case to pick any of them. And I think that's what you should expect. I don't necessarily, unless it's overwhelming value, like we were presented with in this scenario, unless Jahan Dotson is there, which he was at 63 and Logan Hall's gone. I mean, if Logan Hall wasn't there, I could have very easily been persuaded to take a wide receiver in that spot. Of course, that's not how it went, but here, uh, Cole, Cole Turner seems like do it. Yep. the guy to me. And and maybe it's not Cole Turner. Maybe it's some other tight end that the Bengals like. But tight end in the fifth round should not surprise you. In summary, Kenyon Green at pick 31 over the likes of Tyler Linderbaum, who I know many of you are going to be hot in the YouTube comments about. And also over a few other players that I think would compete for that spot. Kyer Elam was available. Devontae Wyatt was available. Arnold Ebikady, a lot of Twitter hype for him on Saturday where PFF Austin Gale was posting some Arnold Ebikady stats. And I've seen some people say that he should be a surefire round one top 15, even in some cases pick. And that would surprise me from what I've seen from him. But those are the guys that we selected Kenyon Green over. We talked about the second round pick Logan Hall over a bunch of wide receivers that neither James nor I think will necessarily be available at that pick. And if Logan Hall wasn't there, I'll take the abuse. Well, I should say I'll abuse the mock draft simulator in this case and take <laughs> Jahan Dotson. Nick Benito in the third round, getting that pure juice, that pure pass rushing, rushing juice edge to help close out games is kind of how I envision his role early in his career. Put Trey Hendrickson, Joseph Osai, and Nick Benito on the field together with Somebody on the interior, if you want, move Sam Hubbard, put him in the A B gaps. Close Logan out Hall, bro. For. Logan Hall, of course, who we just drafted. Yeah. Yep. I mean, talk about in, an impactful pass rushing group in that in that case. Yeah. I mean, that that's the thing is you give yourself a ton of juice. You want to talk about that on the defensive line. I love this. Like I said, the top three picks are home runs. And then, you know, you, you go Alante Taylor in round four and Cole Turner round five. They are needs, and at some point you want to address the need, but you want the board to to match up with that. And so I think this by far, Jake, is our best mock uh, that we've done over the past three weeks. And we've only done three of them for what it's worth, but you bolst, bolster the offensive line. You add a ton of juice on the defensive line. So now Lou Anarumo, Frank Pollock, Brian Callahan, Marion Hobby, all happy. You still get a corner and you get a tight end that you can develop behind Hayden Hurst because they want Hayden Hurst to have a big year. They they signed him for a reason. They're not going to go into the drafting. We have to find a guy who's going to play all the snaps. They want to bolster depth and, and have a guy they can develop. At the same time, Hurst is, is the number one tight end on this team. So uh, I think we did a good job of marrying needs once with talent and the board. And uh, g- give me this in less than two weeks. That'd be pretty good. Yeah, I think the the challenges here, no developmental wide receiver or rotational wide receiver, and, and the Bengals 
have clearly expressed some interest in that position, but I think that's later on day three. And so trying to stay true to something that they might do, this could look a lot like what they do, except again, I think Kenyon Green, I, I don't know. I think that the Bengals will probably pick Kyer Elam in that spot. Do you really? I, I, I d- it's close. I could see them doing it. I think they would probably take Green, though. I think he's going to be higher on their board. It'll be interesting. We'll see if the Bengals get to have that debate and we get to have that debate in just over a week. And tomorrow, like I said, Dane Brugler, we can talk to him about it. For Dane, yeah. Logan Hall, 37. Kenyon Green, 27. Dane, not as high as on Kyer Elam. He has him as his 45th ranked player. But we'll talk to Dane Brugler about a bunch of players as and the strengths of this draft and how it all lines up for the Bengals. That'll be coming up. We'll do some deep dives with Mike Bengal Sands. We'll talk to Joe, get his takes as we're loading up again on a bunch of draft content ahead of next week's 2022 NFL draft. Until next time, Bengals fans, who day and have a good one. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.